Are you ready to create a life you crave? Let's spin that doom loop of negativity into an upward success cycle and start living lucky. Good morning, I'm Jana. Good morning, I'm Jason. Two days in a row, you get me in my pajamas. Bananas in pajamas. <laughs> bored. Bored. I'm so bored. Jason's been working with teenagers <laughs> a lot in the past three weeks. And one feeling that he often hears them say is... I'm so bored. I'm so bored. So we, and for me, this is a naughty word. I a, hate it when people say, I'm so bored. When we had our exchange students, that was a word that was not even allowed in the house. It is forbidden. <laughs> you do not say Don't that word. Don't think it. Don't say it. It's, it's Do just not, out of your vocabulary. Because it's contagious. That word is contagious. I don't know if any of you have, I don't know if you allow that word in your house. <laughs> Some people don't alert, cur allow curse words. Or I, I know growing up, my parents didn't even allow me to say, shut up. Like that was a naughty word. But in my household, we do not say because it's a bad word. Because what it does is it tells your brain that there's nothing to do. It tells your brain that you're in victim mode. It tells your brain that life is not working for you. There's nothing available for you. Yes. Yeah. It's, you, right? You, when, you, when you say you're bored, you lean into bored, boredom. Yes. And you have so... One of the things is I, I believe that bored... Boredom is a made-up word to cover for laziness. And what I mean okay, by tell that... Me, explain to yeah, all of us. So what I mean by that is, is a lot of times when I felt bored... Hold on one second. Let me say good morning. Good morning, Mindy. Good morning, Sheila. Good morning to everyone that's here. Mindy says we definitely don't say bored at work. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's a good that's one. Like that's like praying a good for one. patience. <laughs> you will, you yeah, will figure out... Ways to end up having to be patient. Yeah, be careful what you pray for, right? Because uh, the universe has a way of giving us exactly what we pray for. Yeah. But go ahead. So when I think of boredom being a word that's made up to cover, to make us feel better about mm -hmm. laziness, is when I was bored, mm -hmm. for me personally, I felt like there are so many things that I want to do, Yeah. but I don't necessarily want to put the effort in, or I want to do it with specific people. So there were, there, I was mm. attaching little caveats to the things that I wanted to do. Okay. And then, and then giving myself reasons why I couldn't do it, why, why it wasn't available for me. So now I can't do them and now I'm bored. Okay. So let's think of it from a teenager's perspective because so Jason was at this camp. 6,700 kids. <laughs> And he learned so many things. Do you know that when you have 6,700 kids in an auditorium, they literally put their phone on airdrop and then they literally start airdropping their photos to anyone else that has photos, their phone around them. Links to and then they start God connecting to strangers. Yeah. They start connecting to strangers and that's how they hook up. Snapchat. That's how they hook up. And so for seven days, I was like, Jason, I barely am hearing from you. I mean, it was so 
odd because I didn't even get a text from Jason during the day. And I'm like, why am I not even hearing from you? Like, what is going on? Are you okay? Yeah, I was every, worried about him. Because every time you go to text, if you open your phone up, it's it's an airdrop and you will accidentally <laughs> hit accept. And he was like, if I, if I even turn it on, then these random teenagers are airdropping me photos. And some of them, I'm, I'm afraid that, you know, there's not, lines crossed. I don't there. want a photo from a teen. <laughs> I can't think of a photo that I would want from a Even team. though it's not family. This it's, was a church related camp. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Just, These are the problems kids. that kids are dealing with and facing and there are no there it's hard I don't to put feel that there are boundaries on that. ethical I don't feel like there are ethical solutions that we have thought of all of the ramifications for it's hard to put um guidelines and boundaries around that other than just instructional feedback yes i mean you can tell your teenager hey you know don't do that don't do that however we all know what peer pressure is like right we we all all know and we that goes back to adam and eve don't do that and yeah, as soon as you say don't do that, then the temptation's well, like, not? I want to do that. What happens if And I do? you see that the people who are doing that are getting all of these likes or and giggles. followers and giggles, and they're meeting people, and you're like, oh, that's fun. I want to meet people too. Surely you won't die. <sighs> There's so many things. Oh, I'm sorry. There's so many things that we haven't even thought about. But okay, so back to boredom. When teenagers say, I'm bored... From a teenager's perspective, what they're really saying is, I want to be entertained right now. Is that what you're saying? Are you not entertained? <laughs> yes. What they're saying is, entertain me. Tell me what to do. Tell me something Tell to do. Tell me what to do. Maybe take, they're saying that. Tell me what me to do to right do now. Something. And or spend time with me. Maybe they're saying, spend time with me or pay attention to me. Oh. <gasps> Oh, maybe that's what they're really saying. And then, well, maybe. I mean, let, let's read between the lines. When they're saying, I'm bored. Because our, our foreign exchange students, they would say, I'm bored. And I'm like, you cannot be bored. <laughs> there are <sighs> books. There is an art room. There is a piano. There is a lake. There is a swimming pool. There's there a boat, are kids <laughs> all over the around us how can you be bored you're in a foreign country we have so many things that we could be doing and learning and seeing and and at the very least we have video games and netflix and and movies and and And, language to learn and i get that times are different yes but the thing is times are different so it's it's are times different in a bad way or times different in a good way and what are you looking at because when I get, if I even feel like there's that, that sense of boredom, quote unquote boredom yes. showing up, that's a time for me to reflect and start imagining, start daydreaming, start start thinking of ideas and get, getting innovative of the next step forward. Okay, so Mindy agrees with us because I think we're onto something. I think when teenagers say, I'm bored, I think what they're really saying is... I need some attention. I want someone to spend time with me, someone to give me love. I need someone to give me love and spend human, human 
connection yeah. with me. And not not put me in front of a screen, not give me a, an iPad and say, here you go. I need somebody to look me in the eye and let's just do connect. something. And Sheila says when teens are asking for attention or when they say they're bored, they're not asking for a task. Because I can tell you one thing, when when I would say I'm bored and I was told, well, go clean. Oh, go yeah. clean your room. Oh, yeah. Absolutely not. Oh, that is that's the, so that, good that's too, right? Worst things oh. that I could hear. Because <laughs> I know that's on my to-do list. And that just, as a teenager, I remember that would almost make me... No, I don't want to do that. That's anything but that. What? Give, give me any other option than clean. Yeah, I don't want to go mow the lawn. I don't want to go clean my room. I don't want to go cook. Any of that. It's um, And I, I didn't even want to read back then, which is such a shame. But it is what it is. And I love to read now. And I'm catching up. <laughs> yeah. How many times did we hear? Well, go read a book. And and it was like, I don't want to read a book. And if only we could have reframed that in our mind to, hey, let's go on an adventure in our minds. That's one thing. So just thinking about that. So there were some there were some people that I grew up with that yes. were readers. And I literally never heard out of their mouth, I'm bored. Okay, they tell had, me more. They had their books. Yes. They had a book. Whether it was a Judy Bloom, a Tom Sawyer, a um, just whatever book, which I'm loving Judy Bloom. I just I have something in my I eye right now. I never heard one of I, the I'm reader sorry. friends of mine that said I'm bored because they always had a place to go in their mind with the book. Well, and that's just it. How many times do we just go outside as a teenager? Teenagers today, how many times do they go outside and just look at the clouds? Or use their imagination. I they don't take time to do that. Everywhere. And I know where we live right now, like you could ride your bike around this neighborhood all day long, but some people don't live in an area where they just get to go ride their bike all over the place. No, my mom would say, I've been around kids all day. My mom was a teacher. She would say, I've been around kids all day. Get out of the house. That's what she would say. And so we would literally get out of the house. We would get on our bikes and we would ride around town and look for other bicycles. Right. Because that's, that's where, where we knew the other kids would be. And then we would literally go knock on a door or we had like this, I hate to say it, but we found this like little. Was it abandoned house? It was or, behind an abandoned house. So we had a field. We had we had houses that we would go to, specific yeah. people's houses. Check these places first, then check here, then check. Yeah, like we had certain places that we would check. And if you would see a bicycle, you knew people were hanging out there. And that's where you would go and you would hang out and look for bones or look for uh, random things. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds so crazy That's very now. Nancy Drew. Like you would uh, not, you would look not. Look for bones, solve a mystery. <laughs> we did. We'd look for animal bones for, out in the woods. Look for Willie's pirate, <laughs> pirate treasure. <laughs> Deanne says, I was a reader in fifth grade. I would read a Nancy Drew a night. Oh, Nancy Drew. That was well, good. I read know, the Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew. Jason brought up Judy Bloom. I just watched the Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret movie. And I just wrote a movie. Hey, Margaret, it's me, God. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> I also read reread the book and it just brought back so many 
memories for me. And so when we were at cousin camp, I literally thought that my teenage nieces nieces and and cousins would love this. I'm like, you guys have got to watch this movie. You've got to read this book. And it didn't resonate with them as much. And I'm like, why, why aren't you loving this? Why aren't you loving this? Why don't you love Stand By Me? Like why? Temple Grandin. (laughs) And, And I, I don't know. I guess they're just a little more transparent about I'm like I I learned about wearing a bra from Judy Bloom. I learned about having my period from Judy Bloom. They're learning about it from Disney. I don't know where they're learning it, <laughs> but I panda. they were like, yeah, it's okay, Jana. It's okay. I'm like, I'm out of touch. That's Maybe, what I am. So are they actually in touch with that experience, that fear and that um communication of are being scared of the communication? Because uh, I don't know. Now you can just text your your mom and say I I need you or you can text a friend Maybe. and you're getting information whether it's good information or bad information you can text you can text somebody. I mean that's how kids were asking each other out and asking for each other's phone numbers just kind of showing their phone yeah. to each other. Pam says it's because they're watching much more than Judy Bloom. <laughs> That's yeah. true. They've they've gone the OC way past <laughs> yeah. on on the yeah, we the had, parameter. We the the Dawson, pendulum has swung. We had Dawson's Creek, they have the OC. <laughs> oh dear. At any rate, maybe they're just bored. <laughs> it comes back to that. So well, there's a list of things that we that we can do and we want to do. It's just l- Let's put a button on this. So boredom, I believe, is just a word. It's a word. And uh, the word has connotation, if you ask me. And and I believe when we use the word boredom, it sends our brain a negative connotation. Yeah. The word boredom tells our brain that there's nothing to do that life is not working for us that and that I can't we're make a in choice a downward spiral and that I can't I don't I'm not empowered to make a choice for myself it's a disempowering word it is it's a disempowering word i'm bored i'm bored whereas if you just reframe it slightly and you can reframe it by having gratitude what is great about being bored what is great about being bored? Well, I have time to myself. I have time to think. I have time to use my imagination. I have time to do what I want. What and now all of do? a sudden there's a a different possibility. It's living into the possibilities. Yes. Yeah. It, it's just slightly reframing that word to, oh, you know what? Now I can unplug. Now I can recharge. Now I can imagine. Now I can take one next step forward in any direction that I choose. I love it. I love it. All right. Have a great day, guys. Thank you so much for your input. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Hopefully it won't be in my pajamas. (laughs) Ah! If the idea of living lucky appeals to you, visit us at startlivinglucky.com. (laughs) 